Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. Back in the chairs again on this Thursday. The Thursday before Thanksgiving. Yes. Not the final Thursday, but no. the final Thursday before the Thanksgiving. Correct. Uh, Lindsey Brown is there. I am Paul Eihander. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We got three Thursdays left. I don't know. The months get weird. And they get long, odd number days, right? Yeah. Yeah, a little odd. A little out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's just another day. I'm losing track a little bit. Yeah. Losing track a little bit. Uh, I... <laughs> I actually thought today was Wednesday. All oh, of a really? It was, mag- it was magically Thursday. Um, yeah. Well, we are still going through an adjustment period, I feel, as a society. How long do you think it takes for us to adjust to the daylight savings and for us to really put that out of our minds, oh. at least in a, a blaming sense? I've been going to bed at midnight. That's late and, for you, right? And I've been training for half marathons so all of a sudden like the sun's up at like 5 45 mm-hmm. but i'm dog tired no i'm just like no i don't want to run today i don't want to run today and then i go and then i feel a little bit better about myself yeah i just i just tweeted out i was like the virtual events are starting to mess with me a little bit yeah so many virtual events which is why i was like oh yeah it's thursday literally that's why we start the show i literally call out the day just to remind myself of that and to remind everybody else in this 24-7, three-shift town mm-hmm. that today is actually a Thursday and the sun is going down in an hour or so. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and the the sunsets seem to get shorter, too. It's like blazing sun, all of a sudden, lights out. So I've been coaching Little League Baseball up until uh, last night, and I know you've been playing tennis at night, too. Have you noticed, like, there's like you're kind of screwed with a little bit? Just- oh, my eyes have a terrible time adjusting to nighttime tennis versus daytime because the lights are just different. And just, I even have trouble driving these days, but that could just be anxiety. Is it just the overhead lights that like get in your face, or is it just it's the, the overall just kind of light? The, it's well, the ball's like up in the air, and you're you're tracking it, and it can go through the lights like you know you're tracking a pop fly sure. baseball. So it can be hard to process and read it a forehand versus a backhand quickly when I'm not processing at the speed that I can because it's just discombobulated. Right. right. Goodness. Yeah. That's rough. So baseball season extended again, or are we? No, we fell last night. It? I want to say uh, thanks to all the, the young men on our team, the six, seven, and eight-year-olds. Right on. On the uh, final uh, version of the Indians in Little League. It's next year they would be called the Guardians, but we still just wore the big Cs. Sure. Had, um, fortunate, uh, as parents, we w- we all had to wear gray pants this year because of supplier issues. Oh, so it supply hit a lot, chain it hit logistics, a lot, yeah, damn it. But it hit a lot of stains, and it, trust me, Little League in white pants is the worst. Yeah, I'm just like, white clothing in general. Yeah, you can't I don't get know why clean. we play that roulette. So eliminated in the round of eight last night. We had a very full season. 
I learned mm-hmm. a lot from the kids. I told every one of them that uh, after the game last night. Sure. Gave them all a little praise. And uh, onward and upward. So it was a good time. You know, good time. Great to work with the local kids and, and wish success to the teams that moved on. A lot of kids that you know I've coached yeah, prior. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, It'll of, be fine. No, a lot of kids that I coached prior and a lot of the coaches that I've worked with, too. I I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hope they do well. Like, they, they literally have to play again, like, back-to-back-to-back games to just sure. kind of get this done before Thanksgiving. Well, your community thanks you and all the other people who volunteer coaching or umpiring or just the hot dog stand. You don't have to do any of that. Truth. And if you don't do any of that, that stuff just goes away. And that would be a very, very unfortunate thing. You know, they could probably make more money like they do at Major League Ballparks by charging a lot more for concessions. Like last night, it was so cold out there. It was like they could have charged like $8 for coffee. People would have paid it. Right. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. That's the truth. That's the truth. So what am I, what, what does my daughter order? Hmm. Uh, a cup of uh, lemon ice. Bongo. I was like, seriously? Bongo. Where's the avocado toast? What <laughs> the like, hell? I was like, it's 41 degrees. What's going on? My son wanted hot chocolate. Well, that's why he and I get along super yeah. well. I told him, I said, you know, we have hot chocolate at the house. And literally, mom just waved me off. Yeah, she's she's like, of course you would like, at the house. She's that's like, not the point, Paul. She's like, shut your mouth. Up. Shut your mouth. She's just like, shut, shut your mouth. <laughs> You're being ridiculous. Yeah, like, yep, we're just going to pay for it. Yeah. We will pay for it. Why yeah. go to a movie theater ever? Again. Why leave the house, Paul? Yeah, Let's just live in I front know. of the screens no, like I'm the people sorry. from just... Wally taught us. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Hey, I love anything in a cup. I love most things on sticks too. I'll eat just any- efficient. I'll eat most things on a stick. Well, yeah. you're you're worried about all the profits, so that in turn means you're worried right. about the efficiency. No, I'm a sucker. You you if if I'm at like at a state fair, I'm assuming Minnesota State Fair sells things on sticks. That's always so. Right. I'm, Must be deep fried. <laughs> like legitimately, is that on a stick? Yes, it is. I will be right over we've there. We made it a we made a mobile version. Right. <laughs> you don't even need to use the reader view. Right. <laughs> Just let it roll. Perfectly optimized. All right, we do have hockey tonight, and we'll break into that here in about uh, 14 minutes. Also, the Lakers seem to be a little frustrated. Oh, and no. the dean of Las Vegas sports, Tony Cordasco, is going to talk about a very big uh, Vegas weekend. Lots of college hoops, UNLV playing all over the place, and he's actually at Allegiant Stadium right now watching high school football. What? So we'll check in with him at 428. Do you give him a closet to live in in that place yet? Almost. He got par- I, got a- I got him parking. That's, I mean, that's the best I can do. He has to turn in the pass every day, and he's the only one that has to do it, right? That's probably what it is. Yeah, can you bring this back, Tony? Specifically, Mr. Cordasco. Right. Here's the key. This will let you in. Check in, check out. Check right. in, check out. Dunk, dunk. Yeah. Dunk, dunk. Oh, by the way, I was on hold today. I got that nasty hold music. I was on was hold. Was it classical? Was it a pop ripoff? Was it oh, no. a soundtrack that they paid like $10 for 15 years ago? No, no. It was. It was... They were struggling to put me on hold, so sure. you hear mumbling in the background, and then yeah. finally the hold music came up. Yep. This is what it was. This was the hold music. I'm this like, is whoever, by the way, whoever drug com- trip in an alley, whoever composed this hold music, must be a billionaire. I hear this hold music every time I call Bring somebody. Bring in the tones. Yeah, I'm like, it's constant. We want you to feel like you're staying in the rain, but not actually getting wet. That's what the sound needs to be, right? They should te- slow. If you learn how to play piano, this is probably one of the first things they teach you now. It sounds like you're an echo, right? As weird and profound as that 
sounds. That's exactly like you're an echo. You're moving. I think the idea behind this, Lindsay, <laughs> was to calm us down. But to be honest, now when I hear this music, I'm just like, seriously. Well, it's just like elevator music. You're just like, oh, damn. Just look at this. Look at these jams. I almost just swore, too. Because I just get snapped <laughs> into it. You're like, it makes no sense. It's so generic. But you're just like, yes. Like I was saying the other day, sometimes one of the slow music, you just got to go like super fast pace right? or go opposite. It's It's just funny. I'm waiting for somebody at OBC to remix this thing. Seriously. Yeah. You need to probably bump the tempo a bit. Oh, I'm. if they can do Baby Shark, they could do this. Oh, yeah. Anybody can manipulate those YouTube video thingies. Just whether or not you want to take the time like you yeah. do with the coaching. Now you have all this time I from the, not being a coach anymore. So I can be placed on hold. No, you can come up with the next better uh, hold musical sample. I could. I'm not sure I could top this Zam fear, though. Don't sell yourself short. All right. Let's get your top five talkers for today. It's your daily checkdown. Powered by Odyssey Sports. Number one. Patriots. Falcons. That is the Thursday night football clash. Well, you were so hard in selling yesterday's uh, Timberwolves-Kings uh, collision. Oh, the, the matchup of the century? Right. Trista loved yeah, that Yeah, she bit. did. So um, yeah. I, I think we have to have that same kind of fervor for tonight's game between the 6-4 and four Patriots, who are just a half game back of the Bills, and the 4-5 and five resurgent Atlanta Falcons, who are still in wild card contention. And I'm sure there's no sports trauma built up from five years ago that will carry over, even though... Everyone except for Matt Ryan has basically moved on. But we all know that it does. Yes. And if there's anybody that knows how to manage a short week really well, it's Bill Belichick. So I would just hammer whatever Patriots anything they got. Uh, it's the uh, Falcons plus six and a half right now. And, and it's in Atlanta? It's in at the Mercedes-Benz. one time they can have the Chick-fil-A open <laughs> up in their building during game time. For the Falcons, yes. When they get the one <laughs> Thursday no night the one Thursday night game. Well, they do have college football there, too. Again, doesn't make any sense to me. So it is the Patriots and the Mac Joneses against the Matt Ryans of Atlanta. That is the Thursday night football matchup tonight. Enjoy, everybody. Enjoy. Number two. Have the best time. The WNBA has finally gone away from the single elimination games. Thank goodness. They've introduced the new playoff format rolled out today. The vote for the Board of Governors, which includes Mark Davis. Uh, They have moved the new formats to a three-round series of play. Best of three in the first round, best of five in the semis, and best of five in the finals. I'm a huge fan of the format and the game number selections. Uh, Single elimination is always really tough. Uh, I think Major League Baseball will also move away from that, even though they just implemented it. The play in wild card. There's just too much at stake. And while the WNBA season is definitely shorter than Major League Baseball's. We know about how this is a year-round proposition for these players uh, just to make themselves stay afloat. So if this is the main bit, if this is the cash cow, the WNBA, where you get the biggest sponsorship dollars, your your exposure and stuff, it shouldn't all boil down to one game potentially. And so this expansion is great. More product for us to uh, consume. So it's a, it's a good problem for us all. Yep. So uh, five years of the existing format will change, and this is the first kind of overhaul of the WNBA uh, that is coming. Expansion is on the horizon as well. Woot woot. Number three. Vanessa Bryant is weighing in on the change from the Staples Center to the Crypt. 
That's the, that's the nickname. That's literally the I, nickname that they're using. I like it. I like it. The Crypt. Um, Vanessa Bryant, not a big fan of Crypto.com Arena. Yeah. She basically just says, that forever known as the house that Kobe built, regardless yeah. of what's on the outside. And ultimately, that's what we've kind of discussed over the last couple of days as we all uh, were brought into the light of this uh, big time change because that building's never had another name. Obviously, uh, Kobe's legacy, which we noted a couple of days ago, yep. the significance uh, of it has to be very jarring for fans and obviously for for his family and so you just give it the nickname and you figure it out from there and we'll just move on but they uh it was either the kings or the lakers themselves on their social media account like just posted a time lapse picture of just traffic around the staples so just like take it all in you're like just milk it i guess like right right <laughs> but it's uh it's an obscene amount of money i think it was it worked out to like something 90k per day wow that's how uh it, it adds up to damn near a billion dollars so uh it's it will always be staples center at least it's going to take sure. a very long time for at least me to scrub that from my Truth. associative memory. You know what? For ninety bucks a day, I'll wear a crypto.com shirt every day. Yeah. Call me. I'll just yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nine dollars. Lin- Lindsay will do it for nine. Call yeah. Lindsay. For just pennies a day. You too <laughs> can afford this type of billboard. Crypto.com. Yep. Lindsay Number four. Okay. L C B. L C B. You'd have to be the L C B. L C B sound system. Right. Mm. Caesar Sportsbook here in Las Vegas could lose more than a million dollars if within the hour Shohei Otani wins the American League MVP. That's happening, right? That's a done deal. Sure feels like it. Back in March. Oh, no, not a million dollars in this town. What will he ever do? Just make another million. A better here in Nevada placed a $30,000 bet back in March on Otani to win the award. It was 30 to 1 at that point. Nobody mentioned an award. Uh, some others early, even before, opened at 60 to 1, but nobody put any big numbers on that. Someone did place a bet at BetMGM on the minus five thousand. They're gonna make like four grand because they placed like a two hundred thousand dollar bet. Oh. I'm like, really? You just only wanted four, huh? Well, and if you think about it too, just in terms of setting the odds on this, because when you have a player as versatile as he is, where he, he obviously is a pitcher, obviously uh, has a has a pretty good bat, it's double the opportunity for injury. So at yes. some point, you would think there'd be deviation and take him out of the running. You never really expect someone to do it well and to the level that he has been able to accomplish at least this past season like that's it's the outlier that you have the ability and then it's the outlier that you hit uh at least some ceiling of potential I think there's probably more there but that's just there will be an adjustment 46 home runs more than 100 RBI Nine and two pitching, three point one eight ERA. Forty six home runs. It doesn't even make sense. Right. It's back air baseball stuff. It is. It's video game for sure. So, yeah, well, someone could be a big winner, and the books could be a big loser. We'll find out uh, within the hour. Number five. All right, here's a weird one, uh, but if true, could be the latest. Not that in weird. If you COVID were... scandals. Do you in really the NFL. put it in the grand scheme of the potential? Characterization. Okay. Well, let's start first of first of all. This deals with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown. Yep. He is accused of getting a fake COVID vaccination card. This is a report in the Tampa Bay Times. The accusation comes from his former live-in chef. And this is the same live-in chef last year that wasn't paid by him and then sued him. So this is where I'm confused. Did he agree to work for him again and then now is like, he didn't pay me again? And now we're, yeah. we're expecting a different result for Mr. Ruiz, the chef, and now we're expecting a different result for Mr. Antonio Brown because 
if you don't take care of your people, they ain't going to take care of you, bud. Correct. We uh, know this in this town. You didn't spend that much time in this town to truly learn that. But there's some screenshots apparently uh, that are out there of a text message between Brown's girlfriend, her name is Sydney Moreau, and the chef, Stephen Ruiz. And apparently it's like cool if we send Tom Brady's henchmen over to get pictures of the vaccination card and then we send it into the team and like that's gooch for the the verification process. Like we have a two step process to get into our email, Paul. Yes, we do. We do indeed. Twitter to log back in. The, the, you know, the, what's the there's a. A uh, comedian, um, he play, he's on Silicon Valley, the Asian guy, and he jokes that it's easier to get into Mexico than it is into Costco. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, it just, it, this is not out of the realm of what you would expect from Antonio Brown. I understand what reasoning he has in his head, even though I, I don't think it's right and whatever. And there's going to be repercussions for this because I'm pretty sure the Buccaneers are the first ones to say, we're 100% vaccinated. Yes. And clearly... Aaron wasn't an isolated incident. Antonio probably isn't either. So maybe we should get our magnifying glasses and call Carmen San Diego and get to the bottom of this one, Paul. Right. It's not an ID. That's your library card. Yeah, it's legitimately. Everything is just straight up Microsoft Paint right. with some Photoshop skills. <sighs> Look how official this is. And actually, we're all just making up as we go. Okay, McLovin. Yes. Seriously. We'll see if uh, this turns out to be a true story Uh, or not. All right. There's your check down. Powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Coming up next, we'll see if we can get a bounce back for the good guys. Tempo has reached critical level. Tempo has reached critical level. (laughs) Lindsey Brown and Paul Ihan. The Playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. 10 out of 10, Marcus. 10 out of 10! Best song you've ever put on the show. This is a deep dive. And uh, and a pregame playlist banger yeah. back in my day. Absolutely. We're playing this at the Fortress tonight ahead of the Red Wings Knights Clash. Well, we have to be reminiscing uh, Step Up 2 probably then because this Step song was two. featured in that movie. Wow. Oh, Step yeah. Up 2. Yeah. The water dance scene, that's what pops into my mind. Before we get uh, rolling today, a friend of the program who we haven't talked to in a while, uh, Dave Jameson from TSN up in Edmonton, Uh, we exchanged some messages today. He hasn't been on with us in a while, and he has been- Too busy scoring power play goals? He has been undergoing treatment for a brain tumor. Uh, For the past for the past several months, and I'm not trying to bring anyone down. No. Uh, He got to ring the bell. Awesome. Uh, Recently, uh, he finished his chemo treatments. And he says he's lost 35 pounds, uh, but but unfortunately he also lost his voice too. So he says it's supposed to come back, and as soon as it comes back, he'll... He's got to get a little bit more meat on the bones again right. before he can start bringing that booming voice back, and we'll yeah. look forward to that day because he is a, a great friend of our program. As you said, it's been a while, but we've always had great conversations with him, and what do you know? The Edmonton Oilers are, are, uh, are a very good hockey team this year although they are going through a little bit of a skid themselves right now. Yeah. So um, glad that you're in yeah. correspondence. Yeah, just wanted know to kick, that just I don't wanted, answer emails right. very well. I just wanted to kick that off. Just, we had texted today, and I was you know, seeing how he was doing, because I was like, hey, maybe you come on, and we'll talk a little hockey today. Sure. You know, just Western Conference hockey. And, uh, and you know, no, there's, like, no hockey fans in the Detroit area. So, right, like, right. we there's can't none. have anybody, Correct. like, credible on, really. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Nobody. we had to go somewhere else for that. But it's okay. We'll just keep it in our house today. and. Um, Did we just talk about Dylan Larkin ad nauseum until... Uh, I mean, until... he is a damn good hockey player, Paul. He's working with a, a three-game point streak, and it got a little weird because he was 
pulled out of their game the other night. Uh, they lost, but he was pulled out mid-game because he had a positive test, but tested negative. So he uh, was on the ice this morning. Uh, we expect to see him in the lineup tonight. Uh, don't expect to see Shea Theodore in our lineup tonight, which that really sucks. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we had the Miramanov kid, the the Russian guy that was up here a few weeks ago, and then um, Jones, uh, Ben Jones got called up as well. And so uh, it's just another night with a cast of characters and uh, a work pale type of effort that the Golden Knights are going to have to bring because that's what the Wings uh, bring as a young team. And their rookies have been pretty productive for them, including that game just about a week and a half ago that the Golden Knights dropped at yeah, Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, Sunday game there. It was, Great uh, breadsticks, though. <laughs> that one certainly was a little messy, as I said earlier. It's basically, if you're breathing and you can do some back-checking, you can play for the Golden Knights tonight. Correct. Correct. Just dig in and dig in. So these are two fairly evenly matched teams, I mean, at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. And we are roughly a quarter of the way through the season already. Knights had a stinker against Carolina. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a, stinker. a stinker. Okay, it wasn't a stinker, but it was a doubled up loss, and that's just what and it is. And this is a very that's big difference in terms of talent drop off as well. And so, a lot of what I, I'm thinking that the Gold Knights need to bring tonight is just some of the areas that I saw in their game or in their loss uh, that stood out as areas they can help because. Sometimes when you run into some a more talented group, you can do everything you possibly can, and the puck still ends up in the back back of your net. But that's not what the Golden Knights did when they were in uh, Michigan just a couple of weeks ago, and uh, what they will be looking to do tonight. Or do do you want to go into thoughts? Do we need to bring Megan, or do you want it more of like a, a no? Let's thing? let's dig into this because I think a lot of you know it's a six game homestand sure. and two left. We need to erase some of the memory from Tuesday, and it feels like those wins last week. I mean, those feel like distant memories. No, that's the that's the news cycle, right? Right. Well, in terms of getting good vibes, for sure. Thoughts hey. on getting some good vibes. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers for tonight. Biggest gold lights. The, the Red Wings. Well, wow. we're just we're saying we gotta say our prayers to the hockey gods. You gotta pay it forward because if you're not willing to play the right way, the bounces aren't gonna go yours. And so, uh, like I said, just kind of the some things that I took from our Carolina game uh, the other night. Four check pressure. This is a very very top heavy group for the Detroit Red Wings. That. First line uh, of, of Dylan Larkin, their rookie Raymond, who's really cleaning up a lot of uh, a lot of the points, and then Tyler Bertuzzi. They are really the 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 main part of this entire team, and their defensive core incredibly young, incredibly inexperienced. We kind of uh, had a similar situation with the Colorado Avalanche last year. So, what did we do to? make them get a little discombobulated. What do we do? We pressure them. We force them to expedite their decisions with a heavy four check. We need to take up space in front in the offensive zone and make them beat uh, us uh, the full 200 feet of the ice. So that means we got to drive those pucks down low with our feet. We got to hold down the offensive zone. We can't just be existing only above the tops of the circles. They're defensemen are going to have their first pass be very, very vulnerable on those breakouts. So it's not necessarily interrupting. It's just about disrupting. It's about getting a stick, getting a skate, and and just having them have to recalculate and regroup. And as you do that, you can get them stuck on long shifts. They will pack in. They will pack in down low. That's what all teams do when they get tired, and that's where those opportunities for goal scoring are going to be. Uh, neutral zone attention to details. I noticed that a lot of the young guys, and granted, I, I understand you're young, you're still breaking into the league, 
angles taken in the neutral zone need to be a little bit better judged because I, I would like our forwards to have physical engagement of the opposition before they get to our defensive blue line. Like before Brady McNabb has to like say, all right, hips, we might break you in half right here, but at least I'll do it to them too. Like I want to see more interception before that. Again, it's about disrupting the pace, kind of like we were talking about in the defensive zone. You don't want them moving through the neutral zone with ease, especially as the game starts to kind of settle in, especially on the long change. Uh, And so a lot of the, the angles, a lot of stuff in the neutral zone is enabled by hygienic decisions, is enabled by making sure that you're taking a zone rather than a regroup. I saw Chandler Stevenson and and Shea Theodore even, when they had space and time in front of them to get a puck deep, at least just send it low and then send the forechecker. They're like, you know what? I'm going to turn around and then send it back to my partner or back to our people. Why? Why? There's no reason. And then it gets disrupted and all of a sudden we're in our zone. Now, if we just made a better decision two decisions ago, we wouldn't even be down here. So that's where we need to help ourselves out as well. Uh, the net front flanks in the defensive zone. Leonard can take care of those rebounds up top, but the the Carolina players were able to get in those soft areas and bang them home. So you can divert young teams like we were talking about with their defensemen. You can do that with their forwards in front too. Uh, you just want to keep them out of that prime spray. So you have them set up where it is most advantageous for the Golden Knights. We have very smart defenders. We have a lot of experience. And so we should be able to kind of corral them but you have to have the upper hand in the mental game. You can't be running around. You can't be extending shifts. And you got to be the better team playing. Otherwise, they're going downhill towards you. And then slot rotation, the offensive zone, Dodonoff in motion. Just a few things here and there. Just a few things here and there. Just a couple of creative notes. 5-2 to two was the last time these two met. And that was roughly um, like Ten two days weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks and. Tyler, Bertu- Tyler Bertuzzi had And a second our half number. of the back-to-back, had, too. Had, had, yes, had our number. In that one, had a, had a point, had a point and assist, had a goal late in that one. Now, granted, it was a you know a well, player, and with still, the young team too, it, like like they built, they built, they built right away right. after. And uh, once they smell blood in the water, oh my god, guys, here we are. It We're was beating the goal the night. It was the power play. It was their two power play goals exactly. that really changed that game early in that first period. Exactly. So in your second half of the back to back, you're tired. You're probably chasing a little bit more. You take one or two penalties early on. You get behind the eight ball, and all of a sudden you're. Uh, literally chasing people around on the penalty kill and you're down by one goal, they get the vote of confidence and then it's just easier because they're a step ahead and we're a step behind and uh, a dollar short. And so it, we always love to say first team that scores first, but it's about setting that tone. The Golden Knights have gotten uh, really good at being that team that won't play well for the majority of the period, but then we'll find a way to get a couple of goals and sneak a win or sneak a win in a period or, or, or find a way to equalize. This is a good team to try to piece together a 60-minute effort as best you can. And we say that before every single game, but it's just a, a more doable ask tonight as long as you're able to weather through those those moments if they do get down early, if things do get to uh, be more of a march to the penalty box, like a couple of pucks sail up into the, into the benches like for the 80th time. That's been happening a lot lately. Yeah. And so with that, that's a lot of whistles. That's a lot of pacing and disruption itself. So they really need to lean on their experience that they do have in the lineup tonight uh, to just keep an even keel and make good on your opportunities. But Detroit has a little – I mean, Detroit, granted, they're on a road, roadie right now. It's their third game on their road trip. They mm-hmm. do have the advantage, at least in terms of the head game, going, we beat these guys before. We know we can pull this off. And to be honest, for the Red Wings at this point in the season, and I hate saying that because it's been a couple of years since we've had a regular season – 
they're still relatively relevant. Oh, absolutely. And they were in the absolute basement last year and have been for a while. You don't make the playoffs for 16 straight seasons and expect it to just like keep going and for the basement not to be very damp, very cold, and <laughs> needing of very many humidifiers, as so many uh, houses in the Midwest do because we have basements. But uh, – that's I mean, when you have this kind of turning chapter with the Red Wings where they're going to, in the next couple seasons, they're going to actually make some noise. And Steve Eiserman's at the head of that uh, organization. He knows what he's doing. He knew what he was doing as a player when he was there. He built that entire Tampa Bay franchise, which I hear has been semi uh, of a uh, successful juncture as of late. And so he will get this figured out. And the league is better for it when the Red Wings are one of those powers. And so it's a good opportunity to kind of see some of these young talents uh, on their way up. Um, but you, when you don't see the, these teams very often and they haven't really been in the playoffs, it's easy to kind of put it as a auto win or that we can just kind of show up. And clearly, I don't think that they, that's what they did last time. But when you're at home, when it's the almost the end of this home road trip, you got holiday break, not really for them, but it's on the front of your mind. Like, it's hard to stay grounded in the moment that you're in. And so that's the ultimate challenge that all of us have, but especially uh, hockey players playing a team that has something to prove with plenty of young legs to feed it. Well, there'll be at least one point handed out tonight, um, and one of these teams will benefit from that because both teams are on a losing Lo- well, losing one, streak, yeah, yes. Sure. I mean, someone's someone has to someone has to get something out of this one tonight. So, absolutely, Wings have lost two in a row. Knights tried to right the ship after the loss on Tuesday. We shall see. Get your breakdown tomorrow. Red Wings and the Knights at the Fortress. There you go. Thanks. Thanks, Meg. Coming up next is this participation magnified. The estimated wait time is approximately odyssey celebrates mother's day brought to you by t-mobile you can count on t-mobile to help you stay connected on america's largest 5g network baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet. Las Vegas. Okay, so slow motion. EDC, EDC got a little extra beats. Oh, this is straight up the first beat that we played. I'm like picturing Lib, where they have a couple of alleyways where it's like an installation, and they just play music exactly like this, and it's just like a weird light show. And so, yeah, if you're feeling uh, a few more dimensions than usual, it's a great place to hang out. Yeah, we're remixing old music on the playmaker. Yeah. Someone's going to want to buy this. This is going to be on iTunes within like yeah. 12 hours. The Molly Hayes remix. Yeah. You know, after Molly's cool. game. Uh, breaking news here on 1140 The Bet. Brought what? to you by BetQL. Las Vegas native and Philadelphia Phillies outfielder Bryce Harper has won the National League MVP award. Yay! It's his second. He won back in 2015. What kind of stat line did Bryce have that didn't culminate in a championship? Bryce Harper MVP. Because he won that MVP right before he left, right? Right before he left Washington? No, 15 was like the middle of his time there. 
Ben and he was a silver like slogger. Yeah, it's his third season. They've so already updated his wiki too. So the middle was technically like three seasons. He had three hundred nine, thirty five home runs, eighty four. It's a RBI. great number of home runs, Paul. No wonder they That's had to give was. it to him. Uh, Obviously, led the majors in slugging percentage, extra base hits, and tied for the major league lead with uh, in doubles. So they make the playoffs. His second MVP. The Phillies. Did the Phillies make the? No, they did not make the postseason this season. Yay. Do not believe they did. And again, Botani wins. It's not like the Angels have sniffed anywhere close to the playoffs in a very right. Well, no, the, and this was the year, this was the first year, remember, that none of like the MVP candidates yeah. had Makes actually sense. advanced with their teams. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense, baseball. Uh, Juan Soto was second. Fernando Tatis was third in voting. Uh, Trey Turner of the Dodgers was fifth. In voting for most valuable player, hmm. who led the league in hitting, so there is a, an interest. If you can believe this or not, as we just got done talking about hockey, there's a apparently there's a declining interest in hockey in Quebec, Canada, so much that the government is getting involved. The premier Francois Legault has unveiled a strategy to increase the number of Quebecers in the National Hockey League. And to boost the pride in the hockey nation. Yes, in French Canada. I this is kind of odd to me. Why? That they've developed like a committee who want hockey to be better in Quebec, and then trying to figure out why the kids in Quebec and the young adults and teens never make it to the NHL. Mm-hmm. And some of that has to do with. Montreal, the can the Canadians franchise. Well, that's I guess. their team. That's that's what it is. It's and when you don't have players or any sort of representation from your hometown club on your hometown club, this absolutely plays. Now, is it all of it? No. But it's something that you can help. It's something that you can kind of point to as being a potential issue because I'll have to say, well, further chapters have been added since. When Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter signed with the Minnesota Wild, it was a huge deal. And you, everybody knows me pretty well so far on this program. We're slightly proud about the products we produce from Minnesota, right? And so it wasn't like they were the first players to be from Minnesota to, to, to be superstars, but they kind of were for that team to return. And I have a Zach Parisi jersey. Like, everybody did. And so they're, Suter's from Wisconsin. That's different, too, but... In terms of the the native son or daughter representing the the brand that they have grown up worshiping, that absolutely plays. But in terms of like the the circling of the wagons and trying to figure out what's going on, this isn't abnormal. Like USA Hockey did this 15 years ago, and that's why we have all these three v three small area games. Why we have the Austin Matthews. Why we have the NHL. We do these days now. We have smaller players that are highly skilled, and the game is faster because the NHL says we gotta we gotta at least make it a little bit easier for them to exist. And then the pipeline has to produce the talents and the minds to come up with that creativity. They're looking for simple solutions in this to try to get more. They're talking about having their own national team at the juniors, which it they would be, of course, yeah, they but, well, want I'm sure, well, I'm sure yeah. they do, but that, you know, it's, it's, it's Quebec. They, yeah, bought, it's, they want to do the singular thing since always. It's visibility. I yes. totally, I totally understand that. You know, the Canadians are pretty terrible, but, right now but you look at is it almost like the plan has to be if you're going to get kids involved in a sport soccer whatever it is that the government if you're going to place 
a, a true importance on said sport, the government has to fully invest in it to where almost it's going to be like, you must play for two years. I don't know if that's the crux can, point, and then you can get, And then you can stop playing. But if you love it after two years and... You know, it's a well, what it, was it? it what was it? A chicken? What was it? What was it like? A chicken in every pot, right? That was like yeah. that was like. So, is it a hockey stick in every hand? For right. Every kid who turns eight, you will take this hockey stick. Right, and that's the thing because I would like to see what the numbers actually are because, for all we know, there could be heavy, heavy participation numbers at uh, at a young age. But then there's cut lines for for all these different reasons, other than some kids get better and some kids don't. But the economy feeds in this. Hockey isn't exactly a sport that people can just say, "Hey, let's just like try this and then like for a season and we'll sure. and we'll see." Like we know how elite it is. We know how how rich it is. And so there's that. But in terms of where is their attention point in the French Canadian hockey pipeline? Because I don't. Again, I don't have the numbers. I feel like they have the participation, but is it when they start getting to those teenage elite years? Because all of a sudden. You can see a skewering where some regions are just more hungry, for lack of a better term, for whatever reasoning there is. And everybody has different reputations of of, of being from a certain region. You know, from, from Minnesota, we're typically not the most talented, but we're a great teammate. We're always going to bust our butt. We're always going to forecheck, and we're always going to uh, be a positive presence in the locker room. But when it comes to even, like, Russians or Eastern Europeans, they get a bad reputation because, well, they're lone wolves. They don't talk a lot. Well, this isn't their home and their language. It's a lot tougher for them to learn compared to some of the other European countries that there's a lot more natural exchange rates with. It's it's oftentimes for a different reason entirely. But the French Canadians, as we've already outlined, very much love themselves, very much their singularity. And so I think as a society, there's a lot more people doing that in general. So maybe there's an increase in their numbers, too, because it's just something that's more present in their hockey culture. At least that's my read. Yeah. It's it's more of a more than just a sport. Yes. You know, a little bit more of a a unifier. And this is why they're getting involved. It just again, if you're going to lean into a religion, right. If you're going to lean into something, I suppose this would be the way it is. I'm just wondering why you're like, well, there's not enough Quebecers in, in playing high level hockey. We've got to figure out the root source of that. There's not enough role models that, that a kid with a Montreal Canadiens Jersey watching it on TV, on his rug at home that he sees, Oh, he grew up down the street from my friend. So-and-so I can get there. So you see, this makes sense there as opposed to like, the Nevada governor going, hey, you know, we need more Gage Quinnies. And so... Well, it's just a hockey means different up there. And so when you when you just see the the lack that they are, it has to be very alarming because it's just like any other lack of representation. If you can be it, if you can see it, you can be it. And so for the, the self-proclaimed stewards of the game to not have as many disciples out there being French Canadian professional hockey players and impacting those communities as well and then reflecting back on theirs it absolutely has an impact that you don't necessarily feel now but 20 years from now you will so you got you got to start cutting right. off the bleeding right Maybe. now all right coming up in a few minutes we are going to give away some college basketball tickets stick around for that but up next the Lakers are frustrated <laughs> Paul Leihander and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
Just in here, breaking news. And someone just became a near millionaire here in, uh, at least from a Nevada sports book, is Shohei Otani of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of Orange County has won the American League MVP. Victory screech! And apparently it was... What did I do the other day? Yeah, it was like a raptor kind of thing. There you go. That one? Yeah. Yeah, it was close. Mm. Apparently unanimous. Unanimous. Yes. Everyone voted for him in first place. Most popular bell at the ball. Homecoming king. All the rings. Give away some tickets, Lindsay. We are! And guess what? There's a phone number that you need to call because these tickets aren't just any tickets, Paul. And so that number is 702-733-5968. And if you're a caller 10, you get to win a pair of tickets to the Empire Classic. No Jay-Z required or acquired. Gonzaga and UCLA are going to be facing off against one another at T-Mobile Arena. The ice will be under something on November 23rd. Call right now. Caller number 10, 702-733-5968. Huge. Huge. Go. Massive. Go if you can go. Why wouldn't you? Truth. Seriously, though. Watch the consensus team that's supposed to win it all. Who won yesterday? Steve? Uh, Jeff. Jeff. My name is Jeff. That's right. That's the exact joke I use. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Giannis and the Bucks beat the Lakers last night. The Lakers are 8 and 8. Still no LeBron, though, right? Uh, LeBron, according to reports, he hopes to return Friday. The four-letter network reported about 20 minutes ago that he is 50-50 on coming back against the Lakers and Celtics. Please show up. Yeah. They've got no momentum whatsoever. And the road trip is not going well. The grand experiment is uh, failing. The superstar, at least on the left left coast here, yes. There's, There's just not enough. They're not getting to the rim. They're settling for jump shots. And we know that once you get into desperation mode, that for all of the greatness that Russell Westbrook brings, that's a bad place for him to be, team basketball-wise, with all the talent that surrounds him. Like, that worked at Oklahoma City, but as things get gnarly, who attacks him more than he does? And it just becomes kind of, I need to do it myself for everyone, not just Russell. He's just the one that looks the best doing it. Three and five without LeBron in the lineup right now. Three and five. And for all the superstars that are in that building and the Carmelo Anthony's and and Anthony Davises, it's just like wow. It it's just the not only getting superstar done. technically in that grouping other than LeBron is Anthony Davis. Technically. I put Russell in that too, but I know other people wouldn't. But Carmelo Anthony is not. No one's afraid of this team. Why would you be? No one is afraid of the Lakers. You, I, I, just, I haven't even watched a damn game, and I, re- I already know how to beat them. It's not that hard to put them into a corner, because most of the time they do it to themselves. Yeah, and just, so without LeBron, you can't just like completely change the way that you're going to play everything. And it's not like they uh, enable Frank Vogel to be that guy. LeBron's the guy that, that calls everything. So it's just maintenance until he gets back, and he's the only one that can run the machine. Do you hear? Do you hear echoes of the Vegas Golden Knights? Eh. Still trying to build chemistry. Yeah. Injuries, new faces. There's no block shots in the NBA, though. At least off the shin pads, like those Truth. are. Uh, there are fewer opportunities, I feel, to work yourself into a lather. Even though there's probably more control in the game of basketball than there is in the game of hockey. You can get upset about fouls. I mean, yeah. really, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, Connor McDavid tries, too, and he doesn't get any uh, help there either. And they're not calling anything. Lakers trying to right the ship. 
but uh, they are they are they're adjustments. About as, they're as average as can be right now. That yeah. is for sure. Football four comes your way next as the Playmakers rolls on for a Thursday. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.